Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hey, tender friends, my little angel babies. Little cherubs, a sensual little squirrels. Oh, that's a new one. I like that little sensual squirrel. Because I don't know about you, but squirrels, they can be sensual with that tail. Um, wow. What a what a what a space, what a time, energy, what a time to be alive. You know? What a time to be alive. How do we even get into this? How do we even get into this podcast? Let me tell you what, I had a bunch of podcast in the can, if you will, which means I have a bunch of interviews, you know, that I've done with other folks that are lined up. And, um, and I just felt like last week, you know, I didn't release an episode in solidarity of just like, Hey, we're not going to do any self-promotion this week. We want to listen to, you know, everybody in the black community that we need to sit back and listen. But this week, I think we're having a moment where we're like, okay, all right, we are listening. We're keeping our eyes and ears open. We are absorbing. We are taking it in. We are challenging ourselves. But I also want to come and just like, you know, we got to get back to giggling in a sense too, because I've always thought no matter how fucking crazy the times are, the way we're going to work through this and learn from each other is to giggle, right? So I hope you don't mind giggling a little bit with me today. I do want to like, fuck. I mean, what does anybody want to fucking hear from me, right? White woman from Atlanta. But let me tell you this right now. I'm going to just say this and I'm going to mean it from literally the tip of my taint to the top of my heart. I won't stand for racism. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. If I taste it, I'm leaving a horrific Yelp review and burning down your restaurant. You know what I mean? If you serve me some racist fucking casserole at a restaurant, the restaurant will be burnt. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Listen, I know we are living in such crazy times and it was so wild. Like last week was just so wild with everything that was going on. And and to see, thank God, you know, they've arrested the other cops in the George Floyd case, which I think like I kind of had one of those moments where I, I took a step back and I was like, it's so wild to see such an awesome revolution in something that was honestly a ticking time bomb waiting to happen. In the sense that, you know, we've all been with the pandemic and everything that's going on. We've all been kind of in this like uh, this bubble of just absorbing everything. Right. We've been at our in our homes. Everybody's going getting stir crazy. No one's working. Everyone's like, all right, what's the next thing? Just absorbing so much information. And it's interesting that it took us all being home and seeing this on camera and, and absorbing it in such a fuck me way. For everybody to stand up and, and start some change. I 100% support Black Lives Matters. And if you don't get it, and listen, I've been fucking getting the messages all day. All lines matter. Do they? Of course they fucking do. And I'm going to spell it out for anybody who still doesn't get it. Of course, all lives matter. I heard a great example, a great analogy, if you will. Like, it'd be like if I was at a protest or a fundraiser for pancreatic cancer. That's what my dad died of. And I was there and I'm specifically raising money for pancreatic cancer. And then everybody else says, well, all cancers matter. Well, no fucking shit, Cheryl. No shit. Breast cancer matters. Liver cancer matters. Lymphoma, leukemia. But right now, we're at a fundraiser for pancreatic cancer. I.e., we're at a fundraiser and an awareness and a protest for 
black lives. Our voices right now need to be heard and need to stand up for for the people, our friends, our brothers and sisters in the black community. Literally, y'all, I don't understand why it's so hard for some people to grasp. And I'm proud of y'all who are standing up to and listen, we can talk about it on social media. We can post, we can do whatever. What's going to matter is the change in our community, how we fucking treat one another. And I hope that you know, and I hope it's always been made clear that my heart comes from a place of joy, that everybody's equal. And I'm not going to stand up for the bullshit, truly not making this about me, but I need you to understand. It's interesting when you're a public figure, right? And you have a platform and I feel like, fuck, I should have stood up for something a long time ago. And you live in this weird space because in comedy, we already say very bold things, right? Like my job at the end of the day is to go out into the world, observe things, take things that make us feel uncomfortable, awkward, and then make jokes about it so that we can all find something relatable, right? That essentially is, I would say in my job description is, to make things relatable and to bring joy and make us think, okay? So I'm already stirring the pot a little bit. And I've never really talked about politics on Instagram. It's just, and I don't really talk about it on my stand-up simply because it doesn't bring me joy. Like I find other things a bit more relatable. I'm very self-deprecating on stage. If you've been to my show, you know, like I talk about my life experiences and, and things that I observe and, and I do characters and all, and all that. That's just how I express myself. But it's wild. When you take a stand on anything on the internet, y'all, some of the fucking, like, let's have an absolutely not to a woman who sent me a message. She was so upset that I wanted to support Black Lives that she sent me a message and said, you have no idea what this movement even stands for. God and your father would be so disappointed in you. At that point, you're like, okay. I like at that point, when you get a message like that, you just think to yourself, that person is so fucking broken. And or maybe on angel dust. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell if they're, if the wires got crossed, if they're demonically possessed. Like, I don't know at that point. That's a dark, evil spirit. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Okay. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. You know, we're living in a time where I just think people are fucking fed up and people are standing up. And I'm proud of everybody who is supporting their friends in the black community and obviously communities across the board, but we got to come together. And I want you to know that this podcast has always been a safe space for us to giggle and talk about shit and to work shit out. And I'm going to get to the hotline today because I want to hear what you ding dongs have been up to. And I say that, you know, glass half full ding dongs. And who knows, like, are we even still in a fucking pandemic? I couldn't fucking tell you. I couldn't tell you. And the funny thing is about, you know, this whole movement of the Karens that they're using that name as like a placeholder. If you came and saw my tour, um, the farewell tour, I do a whole like 10 minute bit about Karens. And it's interesting how it's now become a racial thing. And I always talked about like, to me, the Karen was the white woman who drove like the white Lexus SUV who runs a pyramid scheme and um, thinks she's above the law. And she sends you like horrible, like crippling messages on Facebook. Like, hey girl, haven't seen you in forever since high school. I see that you have no job. Your dad's dead. You have career anxiety. Your acne is literally cystic. Um, but do you want to join my pyramid scheme and like lose weight selling shakes? Like to me, that was my version of Karen. You know, like I want to speak to the manager, Karen, but it's interesting how now this other role of Karen has taken on. Like she's also that woman who's like, I need to speak to the manager and, and is, you know, the lady driving by in, in her Lexus. And, and hey, like, I love a Lexus. Those cars last for fucking ever. But I'm just saying, you know, she's in that white Lexus SUV and then she'll go up to the little kid and like rip up their Black Lives Matter sign. Like that's now the Karen. So it's been an interesting evolution because a lot of people have messed with me like, Heather, you've been talking about this specific Karen and now it's even changed into something bigger and it's wild. And I'm not saying that I started that movement. A Karen to me, meant something else. And now I, I'm see, I'm taking a step back and seeing it in a, in a bigger picture. And you're like, fuck, fuck. I thought there was a problem with Karen's like that specific persona. And now everybody else is seeing it too. Fuck. It's crazy. Also one time at a show, a lady was like, um, my name's Karen and I really don't appreciate you using my name in such a derogatory term. And I was like, Karen, that is the most Karen fucking thing you could ever do on this planet is bitch and complain. Y'all, another way that we are keeping ourselves just, you know, honestly, truly from, for me from going crazy is I have to move my body. I have to do something physical. I realize, like even on tour, my goal this year is to get in good shape 
not just for the physical appearance, but literally for the mental. This is what's helping me get through quarantine. Y'all, I have the coolest thing right now, Beachbody on demand, but it's an online workout. The best streaming platform literally, literally is giving you a free, that's right, a free trial membership. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing the Jericho McMatthews 100 day meltdown. It's insane. It's 100 workouts. I can't even describe to you like what a badass Jericho McMatthews is. She's awesome. The workouts are incredible. And I've been doing it. I, I, here's the thing. I was, you know, showing everybody what I was doing on Instagram. And now I've kind of kept it a private thing because I realized like this is my time to just have that solace where I'm like, I get my workout in. I'm getting the anxiety out. I literally just flush out the bad fucking vibes. And I focus on myself right now because I think we all need to take a little mental check, physical check, come back in, look in the mirror and say, I got to get my life right. Here's the thing. I really want you to try this service because hey, it's been awesome. And I'm friggin' obsessed with it. Right now, my listeners can get a free, that's right, special free trial membership when you text absolutely to 303030. That's 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, nutrition information, support, totally free. Again, all you have to do literally for a free trial is just text absolutely to 303030. Check it out. They have all sorts of different workouts. Do it for free. Do it for your mind. Do it for your body. Do it for your heart. Do it for your family. Now let's get back to the podcast. And see, the thing is, like, obviously, a lot of wonderful Karens out there. Okay, it's a name. We're just using the name. It's, it's a placeholder. And let's fuck. If my name was Karen, I'd be a little fucking pissed too. If you're like on the right side of history and you're a good person. Heathers to me, all the other Heathers I've ever met have always been like strippers from the 80s. And I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? A little road hard, put away wet. Usually have like leathered skin because they live somewhere in Tampa and they never wear sunscreen. You know, like a couple suspect moles. Always, any Heather you've ever met always has like a mole on the back where you're like, I think you need to get that checked out. In fact, I don't think I'm like 100% sure that it's raised and it's changed and that could be problematic and we need to get that checked out. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Y'all, I saw the best TikTok ever. You know, they say there's like black Twitter, black TikTok. Well, you know, it's it's all the same to me because that's apparently that's what TikTok sends to me. It's just like fabulous, funny black women making the best videos. There's a, a lady on TikTok and a black woman. She said, for all the like the Jessica's, the the Lisa's and the Heather's who are supporting Black Lives Matter, I'm gonna f- make you my potato salad recipe. And it's like her literally filling out. Like writing down her potato salad recipe. It's like, fuck yeah, send me the recipe. I'm not putting apples in that shit. Okay, come on. And listen, this is what we have to do. We have to take these moments and we have to learn and we have to fucking move forward and call out the bullshit and we have to giggle. We have to find these moments where we can be like, fuck, we got to giggle. This has been a crazy fucking year. And listen, I do want to say like, I have friends who are doctors too, y'all. We've also got to make sure that we're still wearing a mask and still being smart about shit. You know, like, I don't know, are we in a pandemic? Because they told me we are. So I just want to make sure that everybody's still washing their hands and protecting themselves and checking in on your self-care. Because shit, we got to make sure we're doing that. This is what we need. We need some big changes this year. We needed to shake the core of the earth. You know, like I literally, I don't, whatever, fuck it. I'm just, I don't give a fuck anymore. I fully believe that God is a good God. And he spoke to me in my heart and he said, Heather, don't be afraid of speaking up. Don't be afraid of it. You use it. You use this platform to bring people joy. We also need to use a platform to bring people justice. So that's what I want you to take away from this message. We're going to get into the voicemails. We're going to giggle, but I want you to know, I see you. I hear you. I don't have all the answers yet, but I want to do what's right. I also, it's kind of cool. My Pi Kappa Pasta sisters, you know, we had this cute little like travel sorority. We were getting together. You know what's cool? The way that women, I mean, I've always said this, women can multitask like like literally nobody else's business. Like within 30 seconds, it's like in the group text. All right, we're going to start this charity. What do we want to get? Like, who do we want to donate to? How are we going to mobilize? Like, what are we doing? The female empowerment, it's been two-sided. The female empowerment, unlike your bad bitches who just fucking get shit done, has been awesome. And I think women have softer hearts in the sense that, you know, I think we're able to, to compartmentalize and to understand and maybe wrap our head around it a little bit more. But then on the other side, I see other women that message me and you're just like, God, have you been systematically brainwashed? Like, what the fuck? If I can do anything right now, I want to empower other women. I want to empower women of color. Like, I'm just like, okay, I know that I have a predominantly female audience. So let me figure out a way I can touch the lives of my female audience, right? I'm going to stay in my lane. I know that that's the voice that I can help give a voice to. I don't even know what you're supposed to say. And, you know, listen, a lot of shit's going back and forth. You know, you post something on Instagram, then they say you have to take it down. That wording's not right. 
I want y'all to know that my heart is in the right place. I won't stand up for racism. I won't stand up for injustice. Listen, and this is something that's been in my family for a while in the sense that like, this is what my sister does. And I'm not going to speak for her, and and but this is what she does. Like she's in that system of of criminal defense and and justice. And she's told me wild fucking stories of the injustice that she's seen when she goes to bat for her clients all the fucking time. So I've had a different perspective. I've had a different point of view of it because, you know, this isn't our family. It's just fucking wild, dude. It's wild. Get your head out of the sand. Cheryl, out lives matter. No fucking shit. I mean, what? That, you know, when you're that frustrated where all you can do is just make these noises. That's it. That's, that's where I'm at. I'm just noise making at this point. I do want y'all to check in self-care. I mean, fuck. Let's, I mean, I was moving out of my apartment. So all this is going on in New York. New York's basically boarded up and they start protesting. Jeff and I literally had like, like 48 hours to get out of our apartment. So we flew up. I have to say traveling right now. I felt very comfortable traveling. Shout out to Delta. You know, I'm Delta loyal, but I, I've gotten a lot of questions. What was it like traveling? Honestly, easy fucking breezy. I felt like I was back in like a, like a, the soft womb, my mother's womb being on an airplane. You know, they're not seating middle seats. Everybody, you have to wear a mask the whole time. And I'm, whatever, I'm just going to fucking say it. Heather, don't hold back. When we were flying up to New York, there was a guy, there was a gentleman, a white gentleman who was sitting a seat in front of me. I couldn't tell what his hat said because it was just, it looked like just a denim hat. He didn't have his mask on. So it's early in the morning and we're sitting on the flight and the flight attendant comes up and says, hey, excuse me, sir, you have to have your mask on while you're on the flight. And he said, I'm drinking my coffee. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. He's an anti-masker, right? She said, okay, well, you can keep your mask on and then you can lift it up as you sip your coffee. We're in an enclosed space. I need you to keep your mask on. He then was still giving her a hard time. Another flight attendant came up. Hey, sir, I need you to put your mask on. He said, I'm drinking my coffee, said the exact same thing. And it was two female flight attendants. One was black, one was white. He was equally giving them a hard time. And I'm like, why is this guy being such a fucking jackass? He finally then takes the mask, loops it around one side of his ear and the male flight attendant comes up and is like, hey, sir, we're going to need you. We literally cannot take off. We have our masks on. You have to have a mask on because if you don't have a mask on, you're like, this isn't safe for anybody. And then I see him turn his head far enough. He's like, well, I was just going to finish my coffee. And he has a Trump 2020 hat on. And listen, politics aside, I literally had that moment where I was like, this is the, this, the problem. This guy is being such a fucking asshole. And I was like, you can't tell me to wear a mask. But then also is a guy who would be like, you can't peacefully protest. But he would be down at the courthouse telling people that you you can't tell me to wear a mask. And I had one of those, oh, fuck me moments. He finally, but we had to actually deboard the plane because there's a mechanical problem. They had to put us on another plane. And literally I saw one of the flight attendants go up to him and be like, I'm not fucking dealing with your shit. And like more or less like the words, she was like, you keep the fucking mask on or we're not going to let you on the plane. And I, good for them for standing up. And I didn't bring attention to it online because I was like, honestly, I was like, I want to just have a safe flight up there. And it was one of those things where I was like, I was so fucking grossed out. But God, this is, this is what it is. It's, this is why I get fucking crazy. I'm not wearing the mask. Put the fucking mask on, you jackass. You absolute horse fucking ass. Put it on. This isn't about fucking you. Good thing you got your political agenda hat on. So when people send me fucking crazy messages online, this is like my point of reference of what I've just witnessed in the last week. That kind of shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know, I've been getting physical. I've been leaning with a rock and with it. I've just been doing my damn thing. But you also know that I've like ripped my hip. We're still trying to figure out what's going on with that. And I rolled my ankle. So just want you to know that whenever I'm trying something, I always end up somehow injured. But here's the thing. Now enters Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of the nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you literally need to try this natural breakthrough pain relief solution. CryoFreeze CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. It's a non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on, especially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, improve muscle and joint flexibility. The best part is, I'm telling you, I have tried everything on the market. It is a 100% natural CBD-powered remedy that works its magic. Honestly, it says within 10 minutes, I put it on, I would say like five minutes in, I'm starting to just feel that relief that 
honestly lasts up to eight hours and much longer than most over-the-counter products. I have been putting it on my hip. I think I have a lot of inflammation in my hip. I tore something. I did something. I was on my trampoline. I had like six pound ankle weights on. I was going too hard in the paint. I put it on there and it just helps with the inflammation. I'm loving using all natural products. I don't want to, you know, listen, we could all live on pain pills, but that's not the life I'm trying to live. Omax Health right now is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of their cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any other products site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code absolutely. That's O-M-A-X health.com. Enter code absolutely to get 20% off cryo freeze and anything site-wide. Check them out absolutely to get 20% off. Now back to the podcast. Anywho, moved out of our apartment. It was bittersweet. It was wild. We basically quarantined in our apartment. You know, and it's weird. I feel like everyone's like, didn't you just move to New York? Yeah, I did just move to New York a year ago. But Jeff and I realized like, especially, you know, it only takes a global pandemic for people to realize, hey, Maybe this isn't where we want to live. And I've always loved New York. I've lived there back and forth. But right now we were like, we're spending so much fucking money on rent. I'm never there. I only slept in my apartment last year, like 40 nights out of literally the entire year. And, you know, Jeff's job is up in New York. A lot of y'all have asked, like, is Jeff going to continue to work in New York? He doesn't know. He's going to try and work out the rest of the year, but he works in construction and he oversees big projects. Again, I thought he was an engineer for the longest time. And then I found out he wasn't an engineer. And I was like, fuck, do some of y'all not know what your partners do? You know what I mean? Like I knew, like he wears a hard hat and I know he's like in charge of like safety shit, but I also like don't know what he does. But now he doesn't even know because, you know, with New York, fuck, they got hit so hard by COVID. They're trying to figure out what the next steps are. So he's probably going to be looking for a new job in Atlanta. I don't know. We just decided all of our friends live down here. We have a great group. My friends are having children. We want to see them grow up. A lot of our friends moved out of the city. We were paying a fucking arm and a leg. And, you know, Jeff had this cool experience of growing up with his grandma who lived with them. And Jeff was like, listen, you know, your mom's alone now and we want to be close and we've always had a fucking great time. Like Robin's fucking savage. Also side note, I don't know about y'all, but it's really cool to see your parents like step up in this, this moment. My mom called me the other day when I was in New York. I think it takes her like a day and a half to figure out what the fuck's going on with the news. We don't have cable on at our house. So she's really like Netflixing and chilling all the time. She called me and she's like, Heather, did you see what the fuck happened? Did you see what they did to George Floyd? I'm fucking furious. Let me tell you something right now. Satan is real and he's disgusting and I'm fucking pissed. And then just hung up the phone. I'm like, mom, are you in TJ Maxx? Where did you just call me from? I hung up the phone. So I call her back and I'm like, mom, yes, this is what's happening. And we're going over the facts because apparently she just turned her iPad on. You know what I mean? Like she was just catching up to what's going on. We have had a lot of construction at the house. And so she's been in this like whirlwind designer bubble, but she literally was like, Satan is evil, Heather. There's disgusting people in this world. God doesn't look at the color of your skin. He looks the color of your heart. And some people's hearts are evil. Click, hung up again. I'm like, bitch, can you stay on the phone with me for three solid minutes? Just keep calling me. Satan's evil. This world's demonic. I have, I will not stand for this. This is injustice. They better get those cops. Click. And I'm just like, okay, again, mom, again. Oh God, she just scared the shit out of me. She's dropping baskets outside. Y'all, I just need you to know that I have officially now moved back in with my mother. None of these podcasts, like I'm not in a studio, I'm in the office. None of these podcasts are going to be noise-free, if you will. Like Robin will pop her head and be like, are you recording the podcast? Okay, well, Heather, I just need to tell you something. I left a sandwich for you downstairs. And you're like, mom, I just need 45 minutes of friggin' peace. I can hear her talking. Hold on. Mom, shut the hell up. I'm not doing the podcast. Oh my God, this woman. She wants me to move in with her, but doesn't think this is a real job. I swear to God. Oh, I swear to God. Anywho, that's what's been going on. It's just really, I think it's really cool to see people's parents fired up too. You know, I live with a great boomer. She's nutty. She's wacky. But baby, when she gets booming, she's fucking booming. You know what I'm saying? When Robin's pissed, it's terrifying. You know, y'all listen to the other podcast episode where Robin was just being savage to me, but like, it's like little things. I said, mom, listen, if we're moving into this house and we're like together, I need you to treat me like an adult and not like I'm 13 years old again. She keeps opening my mail. This bitch opens my mail. She's like, Heather, you got two checks. This one needs to be deposited. Also, did you pay your bill at the gynecologist? Because you got a bill for that. I'm like, just give me my fucking mail. Give me my mail. 
has no sense. Like if you literally tell my mom, hey mom, I'm going to be busy for the next 30 minutes. That sends a signal to her. I've got to come bother you as many times as possible. It's wild. That's mom's though. You love them. You need them. But that's it. So for the, to answer y'all's question, we moved out of New York. It was very crazy. I slept all weekend because I was just like, fuck, the move was emotionally draining. I will say, shout out to Roadway Movers. We hired them in New York. They were fucking great. This is not an ad. I, I, I saw a man do something with bubble wrap. I didn't know it was physically fucking possible. Just work smarter, not harder. We had packed everything up and then we're having them drive it down. We'll probably get it in a week. But they basically like repacked everything. The guy walked in, he was like, did you do this while you were high? Because nothing is protected that you put in a box. I'm like, yep, my bad. I am so sorry. So shout out to them. They were amazing. And shout out to uh, the people of Atlanta. We're here. We're ready to thrive. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be back in New York. I love New York. Jeff's from New York. But we just decided we want to be closer to family right now. And uh, my mom's alone. And, and so I said, it's important for me to, to be with my mom and keep an eye on her. And, um, and that's, you know, that's what we're doing right now. And make Atlanta home base. You know what I mean? I love the South. They're good parts of the South, honey. They're smart, progressive parts of the South. And I'm proud to be from Atlanta. Also, let's talk about my mayor real quick. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Okay. Bitch doesn't play around. And that's on God, period. I casually interrupt the podcast to talk about one of my favorite products. Talked about it before and I'll keep talking about it, baby. It's a DHM detox. What is it? It's a vitamin for people who enjoy to drink alcohol. Listen, it's summertime. We're out. We're doing our thing. You know, hope you're still staying safe. But if you're having a couple cold ones on the porch, you don't want to wake up the next day feeling dehydrated and shitty. And the misconception, and I've said this before, is everybody thinks that you're hungover the next day because you're dehydrated. No, it's actually not the case. It's because of a buildup of alcohol's toxic byproduct. I cannot stress this enough. You put the toxins in your body and your body can't break them down. Well, guess what? DHM Detox uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. It's made up of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins. What do you do? You take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. Double up and take another packet if you're having a big night out. Again, hopefully you're having a big night in and you're staying safe. How important is your next day? If you don't want to feel like shit, like literally I'm to the point now I turned 33 this year. It's like I have a moral hangover along with the physical hangover the next day because I got too much shit to do. You know what I mean? We're trying to wheel and deal. We're trying to hustle even through a pandemic. So if you want to make sure that your next day is saved and protected, DHM, Detox is a risk-free purchase. So, and if you're not satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back. Listen, this is a no-brainer. Feel better the next day. It's that easy. There's also free shipping on all US orders. I've got you 20% off your order. Just head over to dhmdetox.com and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's dhmdetox.com. If you have any questions, send them a message at dhmdetox on Instagram and they'll let you know what's good. Back to the podcast. So anywho, I want y'all to know this is a safe space and we're going to giggle and we're going to get into all the things. But, you know, I think we just sometimes need to take a pause and talk about some real fucking shit and let's respect each other. You know what I mean? Let's just fucking like, this is a wild year, a really fucking wild year. I saw something online that was like, what if 2020 isn't canceled? You know, what if we're learning and growing from it? And in one sense, I want to be like, go fuck yourself. It is fucking canceled. But in the other sense, this was before, you know, everything with George Floyd happened. And then I was like, fuck, yeah, this is a aha, oh fuck, pump the brakes. Let's take a second, reflect and figure out what the fuck we need to do to come together to be good people. And that's what we're on a mission for. But if you need to take a social media break and you need to like rush your mind and check in with your family and check in with the people that you love and sit down, open pour yourself a glass of wine and be like, okay, God, send me in the right direction. Do it. You need to listen to a dumbass fucking podcast and giggle about some dumb, trivial, meaningless shit. Do it too. Cause we're all in this together. And then the next day you pick back up and we keep moving in the right direction. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. I'm going to get into these voicemails. Y'all, I'm sure that y'all have just been up to no damn good. No damn good. If you remember, what is it, two weeks ago, we had a lady just who witnessed somebody just drinking a damn White Claw at the gas station. I'm surprised the woman didn't light up a cigarette while she was at it. So God only knows what y'all have gotten into this week. So let's get into the voicemails. Hey, Heather. Um, this is Michelle. I'm calling from Vermont. I wanted to tell you about quarantine relationship actually working out. I met my now current boyfriend two months ago. Um, and when I say met, I mean slid into the DM. And I'm on my way actually now to go visit him now that things are kind of starting to open up again. It's been amazing. And it all happens during quarantine. I think if I was in my regular job right now, I'd be too busy. 
for this to happen. So I think I may be one of the only people in the world that actually has found any kind of positive out of quarantine. So just wanted to share that. Um, I love you. You're hilarious. Okay, Michelle from Vermont. See, there are positive things that are coming out of this year. Look at this. Look at, we got a positive out of quarantine. Bitch found a lover. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Obviously, I still believe that COVID is out there alive and well, and we got to be, I don't know if we're getting a second surge. I don't know what the fuck is happening with that. But here's the thing. You might want to have him swab himself up the nose just to make sure he didn't have the coronas, but then also maybe swab the penis just to make sure that's good too. Because I'm telling you right now, You can never swab too many things at this point. I am so thrilled you got a new boo. I would just say, you know, stepping in the right direction, maybe just swab both sides. Maybe a little nose, a little swab at the bottom. Just, I'm saying safety first, because I've always preached this. If, if, you know, you got to get back out there and date. I I don't know what, I don't, I think I would just have a kit in the back of like my car, like in the back of my Jetta. Say, hey, what's your name? Brandon? Great. Brandon, can you come over here? Let me just swab your dick real quick. You know what I mean? Listen, I love it. I'm here for it. I'm so here for love, but just make sure, you know what I mean? Be smart, protect yourself and swab that dick. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Remember that song? Let me smell your dick while you coming home. Five in the moan. Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? Maybe this quarantine lock up. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the new thing. Can I swab your dick? Can't hurt. Can't hurt to ask. Damn, I'm so excited for you. And you know, this is interesting too, because I'm sure the way that you've had to communicate, you know, we've been talking about like what it's like to, to kind of date and like talk to these guys while we're in this pandemic is, hey, I got to like actually have probably a bigger conversation than this bullshit back and forth. This is forcing people to get to know each other. And I almost think go out of their comfort zone in a different way then what you'd usually do, okay, let's just go meet at a bar. Let's have a couple drinks. I'll see how tipsy I get. And then I'll see if like, we're going to make it on the back of my Honda. You know what I'm saying? This is like, oh no, we're actually going to Zoom talk face to face and have something going on. And this is very exciting. I'm so thrilled. I love hearing a positive message. I love love. Vermont seems great. Never been there. Love maple syrup. Fuck yeah. But I'm thrilled for you, Michelle. Stay safe. Keep us updated. Call back and let us know. You know what I mean? And swab that dick. Yes, honey. I love love. I'm here for it. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Tracy. I'm here with my friend Rachel and a couple other people. We're super excited for your show that we're going to in Durham. Anywho, so absolutely not to you false advertising what a taint is. I thought it was a vagina because I listened to your podcast. But apparently in the game of King's Cup, we Urban Dictionary and found out taint is not a vagina. Let your followers know that. So we're all educated. So taint, you did not burn your taint. You burned your... Vagina or your coochie. Okay, Tracy and friends. Oh, wow. Okay, well, first of all, I call, I've call i called it a lot of things. My grundle, my taint. I'm 99% sure. Now, I'm, I'm looking up the taint or the perineum is a region between the genitals and the asshole. So I, I actually burned two parts. I actually did burn the part. So I want you to imagine, I want you to put your hand on, on your vagina. And then there's that, that line, right? Back to your butthole burnt that and then burned the back of my ass cheek. So technically I did burn my taint. Now I have to say, this is the kind of audience that I'm excited to perform for in Durham. The fact that y'all are like, we need some research. We need photographic evidence of the labia. I didn't burn the front of my labia. I burned the back end. And I think I have accurately described it as the back where, you know, when your thong disappears. That's where I burned it. I burned the back of my ass. So like, you know, okay, you're looking at an ass and the thong just starts to dip underneath to the underbelly, the undercarriage. That part on the right side fully burned. And then I literally burned like, like where the seam of your crotch or your jeans that right, that little piece of like that nugget of extra denim where they've like stapled it together. That is technically your taint. And that's that, that got crispy. So I didn't lie. Okay, I did not lie, Tracy and friends. It's not some false advertisement. You know what? I guarantee by like two degrees of separation, you know, a gynecologist or some doctor in Durham, I want you to play back my episode for them and tell them I'm getting my attorney involved. This was not false advertisement. Can I be honest with you at this point? The whole area just got singed. 
It's semantics at this point, Tracy. It's semantics. But if you want me to bring you some photographic evidence to the, the Raleigh-Durham show, I mean, I will. I'm just letting you know. Not that I, I'm pretty sure somebody would end up, you know, fucking suing me for indecent exposure, but I will bring y'all backstage and show you what got, because we have photographic evidence. If you don't think the Georgia law lady made me bend over a couch real quick. <laughs> also, let's just talk about the fact, y'all, I, I don't think I have really like many nudes out there. They've only been to Jeff. It was funny. One day I was looking through his iPad and I like threw it across the room. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I, I've never worried about him cheating. But I'm like, who's, whose titties are these? And he's like, Heather, pick it up. And I realized it was my, it was me. It was nude photos of me on his iPad. And I realized, so if anybody were ever to like hack it, they'd get like photos of my breasts and then just like horrific photos of a singed taint. That is it. Like, you know how they have like celebrities nudes get exposed. No one wants to see those. It's not sexy. There's titty photos and then just photos of me bent over my couch with just a raw Starbucks. So like you can like, even if you look at the photo, you can still see the coffee. Just like you can, you can smell it. It's like a scratch and sniff. You can literally smell the hot Colombian brew coming off my ass. So that was fucking hysterical. God, I'm glad we're giggling. This is so funny. Thank you for that. But I will show you the photographic evidence. And if you ever like hack my iCloud, it's like two titty pics and I've got great tits. So I'm not worried about that. And then my, my taint. Love and light. Hi, Heather. This is Shannon. I live in Herndon, Virginia, but I'm from New Orleans. I feel like, you know, we got that Southern vibe going. I have an absolutely not. I have been locked up raw in quarantine by myself, which is fine. Um, but the European Wax Center finally opened up. And let me just tell you, my grundle was out of control. It had been four months since I had a wax. So I go in so excited. I mean, not excited, excited. And I lay down and this girl was hesitant. Absolutely not, bitch. If you are going to wax my vagina, you just got to rip it. Like, don't hesitate. Like she was like, oh, this one might sting a little bit. And then she'd like pull it a little bit and stop. I literally almost came off the table. But you know, now my grundle is nice and smooth. Anyway, love and light. Girl, do I feel this one. This is just, this is an absolutely not from the sense that if you've ever gotten waxed, you know, you you have to have like a, like a P to P, like an A to B conversation with whomever is waxing you, like just fucking go for it. This waxing conversation is actually a bigger conversation of like even just pulling the fuck, like or just rip the wax, rip the bandaid and have these fucking hard conversations that you have to have with people, right? Wow. Look how I brought that a full circle. Um, Nothing's worse though. Nothing is fucking worse. And I love this is so off topic just because this is where we're at. We are all over the fucking place today. Nothing is worse though when you have a nervous or anxious waxer. One, it also makes you feel self-conscious because you're like, is it like what's, how bad is bad down there? You know what I mean? You can't fucking see it. You can't fucking see it. But when they pause or when they tell you this is going to hurt, you're like, I did, I already know this is going to hurt. Like I imagine like back in the day, okay, right before they had like modern medicine and they're like, you know, we're going to have to take your leg. I don't know why, but that's just like where I, you know, that's where I come from is over there. They're like, we're going to have to take your leg, Heather. It's going to have to happen. It's going to hurt. You're like, don't tell me, Charlie, just take my fucking leg. Just take my leg. So that, then that's me, you know, back in my home country, talking to my people who are about to take my leg for whatever reason. I probably in a previous life lost a leg to, I'd say probably a dancing accident, not from a war, but probably just me like wearing high heels, uh, a bad, you know, that I got from a bad shoe guy. Um, and I, you know, I rolled an ankle in the cobblestone streets. Cause back then, even in a previous life, I would have had thin ankles and that's just, you know, that's, that's my cross to bear right now. That's probably what happened. I would have fallen into a ravine, maybe rolled down into a gutter and they would have been like, we're going to have to take your leg, Charlie. And that I would have been a Charlie. I mean, you know, I was a man, but it, you know, men wore high heels. I don't know if you know this, but that's how high heels were started by like Louis the 15th or some shit. One of them. Again, history actually was, I'm good at history. I just, at the top of, like, I've got a lot of things going on in my mind right now. So I can't think of like specific details, historical facts, if you will. But at one point, men really started the trend of high heels. So they didn't have to like slosh through the bullshit in the streets. But that would have been me. I would have been like, Charlie's down. Charlie rolled an ankle. He's in the ravine. That, you know, brave heart. That would have been me. So, um, listen, I hear you on that. 
I love just an off topic whack situation. Like she needed, she did your dirty dog wrong. A, she told you it was going to hurt. I love when I get waxed and then they just keep talking to me about anything. Have you ever seen that video of the pediatric the children's doctor and the guys, it, it went viral and this guy's got the little needle and obviously he has a cover on the needle and he's bebopping around and doing funny voices. Da, 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 and he's, he's, he's touching the needle with the cover on it so it's not sharp all over the baby, right? So the baby's kind of like distracted. That's what I need when you're waxing me. I need you to distract me, like bebop on my forehead, you know, just, just touch me all around and then just wax. Then just all of a sudden rip it. I, I, I need full, maybe I should start getting waxed at a, a pediatrician. Maybe I can call my old pediatrician, but like, you guys, you guys do that. Cause that's what I need. You know what I'm saying? Listen, nothing worse. I'm telling you, I understand it. I've been there. Nothing worse than when somebody says, this is going to hurt. You got a lot of hair. And then, and then they, they stomp mid wax. Listen, you can't be hesitant. It's like, you can't be a surgeon and, you know, not love blood. You can't be a waxer and then like, not like seeing hair removed. I don't know. Is that a good analogy? (sighs) Really stepped into my past. So do you guys ever think that you were someone else in a previous life? I don't know how much I believe in reincarnation, but I do have these moments where this voice is just Charlie. Me and Charlie were trying to figure it out. I don't know what that accent was just then. It's my ankle. I rolled my ankle in the ravine. (laughs) I've gone from like Irish to Scottish to a little Italy. What? To a little bit of English. God, it feels good to giggle again, doesn't it? It feels good. We're going to giggle. We're going to be okay. But we're going to giggle. We're going to get some shit done and we're going to change history, but we're also going to giggle along the way. I'm sorry you got a bad wax. I'll tell you what, you need to let them know. Maybe tell the lady next time. Again, P2P, be like, hey, side side note, I know that this is your job and we're all in a pandemic and we're all trying to keep our jobs, but next time you just got to go for it. You got to go full steam ahead. You know what would actually be a great waxer? Maybe somebody on meth, you know? Just, you know, they would just, you'd probably be in and out of there. The best wax I ever got is this place called, was it Raya? R-Y- a spa on La Cienega. It's run by all Russian women. It's a Russian beauty spa. These women, you would go in there. I'm not even kidding you. I clocked it one time. I was in and out for a full Brazilian, maybe a minute and a half. I'm not, you wouldn't even know. It's like literally what the little, the, the pediatrician does. Boop, 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 all over your forehead. And then shoot, hair gone. Nothing better. Let's get to another voicemail. Hey, Heather, this is Brittany from Savannah, Georgia. I'm calling to give an absolutely yes, yes, yes to you using your voice and your platform to speak up against what is happening to Black people in our country. People are first starting to come to the table and acknowledge us and use their voice for the very first time. And I'm not sure if this is your first time using it, but since I've been following you, I just appreciate you so much. Not listening to the trolls, not listening to the idiots. Keep on using your voice. It makes me just love you even more than I didn't think I could love you anymore, but I love you so much and I appreciate what you're doing. Brittany from Savannah, I appreciate that. And listen, thank you for using your voice too. I'm not including this voicemail in there for a pat on the back, but I just want to say, hey, it's been really cool to have a lot of other badass women be like, fuck yes. And I don't care if I lose followers in the meantime. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Told you some lady wanted a refund. Absolutely not. She said, okay, side note. This woman sent me a message like, are you in for defunding the police? If you are, I want a refund. I said, ma'am, I don't even know what that means yet. Like you got to give me an hour to do some research. I am still trying to figure out everything. I've never even heard of the phrase defunding the police. Now I understand it's that there's money allocated, like a fuck ton of money allocated to police where we could be taking that money and, and, you know, investing in paying teachers more in in our communities, um, putting that money elsewhere instead of, you know, just having like a fuck ton of police power. Um, Again, listen to me, horribly trying to explain what that means. So I'm still trying to get my words around it and understand it. But I asked the woman, I was like, ma'am, if this is your biggest concern, I will gladly give you a refund to my show. If you don't want to come to a show and fucking giggle and be on the right side of history and stand up for your black brothers and sisters, uh, bye bye. <laughs> don't let the door of my Jetta 2015 silver. That's right. Hit you on the way out, bitch. 
Don't let it. And I think there's a cool thing. A lot of badass women in the South specifically, and I'm speaking to that because fuck, those are my girls who were like, fuck, let's go. Gucci gang, let's roll out. Let's protest. Let's do the damn thing. And it's just wild. It's wild, Brittany. And I know you get it, but it's wild that people don't get it. And if anybody wants to fucking unfollow me, unfollow me now, bitch. Ooh, let's start a new jingle. You know, I love a jingle. Unfollow me now, bitch. That's what I'm going to start saying. Every time I, I'm going to, I'm actually going to do a voice recording when I get a crazy DM that's like, oh, you don't think all lives matter? I want a refund to your show. And then I'm just going to send them a voice memo going, unfollow me now, bitch. Wow. Did not even warm up. (laughs) Vocals are getting better. That was that was flat. <laughs> Y'all know I did choir and I was never, I wasn't even like an alto. I was, uh, fuck, not a soprano. I wasn't even an alto. I was like, like down here. I'm like a bass or a tenor. And that's me living my truth. But Brittany, I love that you're calling from Savannah and we're going to do right. I'm going to continue to do right in my community. And that's badass. And thank you for saying that. And I hope that you guys are cool with, fuck, I don't even hope that you guys are cool. I want you to know that I'm not going to change my point of view, which is standing up for the right thing and using my platform for good. You know, I use it for like a touch of evil. Like I give you guys drink recipes and then you guys call me and you're like, we're in a hot tub. We've had 75 limoncello spritzes. And I'm like, fuck, get out of the hot tub. Get, Get out of the fucking hot tub, Emily. Don't drink in the hot tub. You've had too many. Oy vey. But we're doing it. And I, and I want to see more strong Southern women fucking getting on the right side of history. Let's fucking go, doggy. Let's get to some fun voicemails. Hey, Heather. It's Mariah. Um, I called you on the night of my wedding, and I am so upset that you never played it because it was truly hilarious. But tonight is my absolutely not. So I was with my friend. We are both taken. I am personally married. She's with a committed, loving relationship. And... These guys are just so persistent. I'm like, what? Like, you know that we're in a relationship. Like, have some respect. And so that's my absolutely not. Like, I'm so sorry, but I just don't really understand why people are just trying to, like, really push the boundaries. Like, I just need some true, like, morals here for you to understand where I'm at in my life and that I don't need any temptation because I'm going to rebuke you in the name of Jesus like you would. And anyway, so you're amazing. I'm so happy that you are prospering. Okay, Mariah, first of all, I'm so sorry I missed the message on your wedding night, okay? I would just like to say this is an absolute yes in the fact that this is a full-blown humble brag in a sense that you're like, these guys will not leave me alone. Mariah, I live for you. I'm sure you're an absolutely beautiful girl inside and out. Hell yes, congrats on the the nuptials. I'm so sorry I missed the message on the, the wedding night, but I live for this. Honestly, absolutely not the guys who will not quit calling me. They are like, um, have some respect and morals. I am a woman who is spoken for. (laughs) Do you know how many other people are listening right now? Like, God damn it, Mariah, send me some of those calls. I'll take them. Listen, listen, people are fucking crazy these days. I got to be honest with you, Mariah. I still sometimes will flirt with the doctor every now and then just to see if I still got it. Loving, committed relationship with Jeff. He's the most wonderful man on earth. He is my rock. He is my best friend. We giggle, giggle, giggle. But I tell you what, man, you got it. I mean, girl, what are you working with? You know what I'm saying? You must not have the same sweating problem as me in public. Like you must still be getting catcalled because right now where we're at, you know, in the heat, it's June, it's Georgia heat. I just walk out of the house and look like, look like a creamsicle that's just been sitting on the dashboard of like a, a car all day. You know, like I can't even keep my shit together. So Mariah, whatever the fuck that you're putting out and your name is Mariah. I'm going to guess that you have some sort of essence like the Mariah, the one true Mariah, Mariah Carey, who no matter what she does, she's a fucking diva. I just think this is such a great message to remember to have self-confidence. You're right. There are a lot of scumbags out there, 100%. But I just, the way that this was delivered was such a humble brag. And I'm so fucking here for it. Mariah, tell these men, say, stay in your lane, Clark. I don't know, Clark. Stay in your lane, Keith. But you got to say it like an old 1920s actress. Stay in your lane, Keith. Get off. (laughs) Get off my tits. I'm a married woman. But you got to get that voice like a 1920s actress. 
get out of my lane. Stay, wait, what was it? Like, Stay out of my lane, Keith. Get off my tits. Get off my tits, Charlie. That's what you got to say. Listen, Mariah, I love you. Congratulations on the wedding. We're pushing our wedding. Hey, real quick, shout out to the best wedding planner ever, Jill Romanelli of Tuscan Weddings in Italy. If you're thinking about getting married abroad, we, we, you know, we've had to cancel and reschedule and do all these things. So she's just been awesome. And I want to bring her on eventually. So, you know, let's do a wedding episode too. Cause I know there's a lot of brides that so many brides have reached out and been like, what the fuck's going on? You know, so maybe we'll do a bride episode as well. And absolutely not just even like wedding etiquette episode. But listen, I love you guys. I'm going to leave it here. I love a Mariah humble brag. I mean, how do you go up from there? Also, I got a voicemail from just real quick I got a voicemail from some ladies in Maine who were blackout drunk on the Vizzies and they're asking me what to do with the BC powders <laughs> listen I don't know if I can play it because I don't have any sense of responsibility with how drunk they were in the voicemail I'll have to consult an attorney before I can play it but y'all be safe out there all right I know we're locked up raw if you're going to the protest wear your masks you know take care of each other stay hydrated mama bear McMahon over here it's got to tell everybody to take care of one another don't drink too many fucking seltzers you know, don't light a cigarette next to the damn fucking gas station. Come on. Be smart. Don't put a bunch of hairspray in your hair and then light a bunch of citronella candles on your porch. You too will go up in flames. I love each and every one of you. Keep calling with your absolutely nots. They can be about anything. It can be about something you've seen. It can be absolutely yeses. We're here to giggle. We're here to fix shit. We're here to talk about stuff. This is always a safe space for my listeners. And guys, I really, truly, I feel like with everything that's going on in the world, I am so thrilled to eventually get back on the road because we're going to have so much more shit to talk about. And we're in it together. And I love you. And I hear you. And I see you. And let's go, baby. Let's go. Be good to one another. I love you. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.